The views expressed on this podcast are solely those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect the views of teachers or administrators at Elk Grove High School or at District 214. This is Vox Historia, the voice of history, told by students of history at Elk Grove High School. A clash of titans, a battle of gods, a collision of powers. The epic battle between East and West was ready to commence, but it didn't turn out to be that epic. The importation of opium in China from England was an attack on the Chinese way of life. An estimated 10 million people in China became addicted to opium through the opium trade. The Chinese were forced to respond. The emperor arrested local British officials and confronted foreign merchants in their opium warehouses. Britain's Industrial Revolution increased production of goods. Britain had the largest and strongest economy of the time. The British East India Company grew opium and smuggled it into China to help increase the British economy of silver as the Chinese goods in Europe created a silver trade imbalance between China and Great Britain. The Chinese found it insulting as in addition to the silver, they trade precious and valuable goods which are essential to the British lifestyle such as tea and rhubarb just to receive drugs that the government themselves had deemed illegal on their grounds. The Chinese High Commissioner Lin sent an impassioned letter to Queen Victoria expressing how the Chinese viewed the situation. Their hopes were that Queen Victoria would acknowledge the letter and do the moral thing. She did indeed see the letter, but chose to ignore it and continue to allow the trade of opium to China. Through small acts of retaliation, tensions heightened and animosity between the two countries was beginning to brew. A series of battles commenced in which Britain, through their military might, inevitably came out on top. The dominance Britain displayed during the First and Second Opium War, Britain established long-lasting transoceanic trade routes and began to institute themselves as an industrializing power. As an effect of the wars, China was left diminished and a nation in decline. They had been split up into spheres of influence due to the European nation's imperialistic nature. The countries controlled everything such as economy and trade, except for government. Any thought China had was ignored and left them powerless. Britain controlled ports and cities until recently, in 1999, when they gave them back. The tightly controlled authority China had administered over trade in the East began to diminish. The newly opened ports that England gained through the treaties between them and China meant England had power over the trade going through China. China was left with very little control over their ports. The Opium War started a trend in China where they were bullied by other imperialist powers. For example, an anti-Western revolt sprung up in China in 1899 called the Boxer Rebellion. As the Qin Dynasty backed the revolt, a military force consisting of the United States, Russia, Germany, Austria, Italy, France, Japan, and Britain quickly put down the rebellion. Over the next year, 
the cities of Beijing and Tianjin, and also the surrounding countryside were looted by the Union of Powers. The results of the Opium Wars left Britain with power over much of the trading in and around China. Through the numerous victories won by Britain, the Treaty of Nanking and the Treaty of Bogue were signed giving British control over most of the Chinese trading ports. This allowed them to continue their opium export and keep the flow of money they were getting from it. On top of the trade benefits Britain won, Britain also took over some of China's land. For example, Britain showed their imperialism when the Treaty of Nanking gave them Hong Kong. Britain's military superiority led them to own Hong Kong until 1999, when China finally got back their city. Britain was unsatisfied by the terms of the treaty, so they were itching to start another opium war. The failure of the treaty to improve trade and diplomatic relations extremely led to the Second Opium War and further weakening of the Qing Dynasty. The ports were called treaty ports and were used for large international trade. The people of the Qing Dynasty were tired of their country being dominated by all of the other foreign powers. The Qing Dynasty's control over their people was slipping due to the growing presence of nationalistic thought. The people revolted in the Chinese Revolution of 1911 and successfully overthrew the Qing Dynasty. As a long-term result of the Opium Wars, the revolution ended up being the definitive end to the imperial system in China. With China in shambles, and Britain with all the power, Britain, through their control of the East, established transoceanic trade routes from the East to the West side of China, including the Indian Ocean and the Pacific Ocean along Korea. Britain also solidified themselves as an imperialist power through the taking over of ports and also land within China. The domination Britain displayed strengthened the West, leaving the East to play second fiddle. The outcome of the Opium War mocked the transitioning of powers and echoed throughout history, even to this day. A scholarly article that helped aid us through our research included Kicking the Gong, The Opium Wars, 1839-1860, written by David Silby. Other primary sources that helped aid us through our research included a letter from Lynn Zexu to Queen Victoria. Another included memorials written by Qing official Wang Zhuetsu. Thanks for listening to our podcast.